1: I always like to check in with the agricultural community now and then, get an update, see how things are going. It's such a big, big part of our province, you know, our, our provincial economy. And of course, in the end, what comes from Alberta farmers and ranchers is what we buy in the grocery store. So we all have a vested interest and it looks like this winter's could be a tough one. Um, For some people, especially in cattle country, and not all, I'm sure you don't want to paint with too broad of a brush, but there's been a tough go in in the cattle industry in Alberta. A month ago, the latest update from Agriculture Canada said about 70% of Canada's agricultural lands were abnormally dry or in moderate to exceptional drought. It's been that way for a while, too, so let's find out what's going on. We're going to speak with Brody Hogan, who is the chair of the Alberta Beef Producers. Brody, thank you for joining us. appreciate your time.
0: Yeah, Thank you for having me.
1: Uh, so this report from Agriculture Canada, no surprise, right? I mean, we've talked about this before. Um, we've talked to farmers. We've talked to ranchers many times about really, really dry conditions in some parts of Alberta, extremely dry, correct?
0: Yes, exactly. And it's not just the fact that this year's dry. It's the compounding yeah. effect of three to four years of drought.
1: Yeah, that cumulative effect. What does it do? Because, I mean, you just you can't catch up. Is that what it is? How does that sort of compound, as you say?
0: Exactly. It's. It's a compounding effect. As, as producers, as business owners, we do our best to try to mitigate the risk and ensure that we have extra feet on hand and extra resources to get our cattle through. But after the third or fourth year of drought, you really start to get pinched, and it's really difficult to find solutions. So across
1: the province, what are you seeing? Are some areas better off than others? I would think so, right?
0: Yeah, this year especially was sort of a mixed bag. We've seen everywhere from too much rain and too much water to severe drought. So just this year, best way to explain it is ex- extreme severe weather events.
1: Yeah, and, and, and like you say, we've all seen them. We, we all know what you're talking about. Um, So this time of year, at this t- point in time, I- I- if you've managed to maintain your herd or, or keep most of it, you got to find feed, right? Is that sort of the push right now is trying to come up with feed?
0: Uh, Yeah, exactly. And it's probably been the conversation the last three or four months. Um, a lot of producers saw this coming early on this spring. And guys have been doing everything they can to make sure they have enough feed on hand to get through a winter that's hopefully uh, an average to easy winter. Um, It'll be a lot easier on producers if we see an easy winter, but again, we have to be ready for the worst and we need moisture for next year.
1: Is, Is feed available? I mean, I know there's been years past where it's really hard to even get it. We had to truck it in from the States and things like that. Is it available right now in Alberta?
0: It's hard to find. Uh, but we're extremely resourceful as an industry and we can find all kinds of things to feed cows. And so if we can get our hands on it, there are some options out there, but it's, it's really hard to come by.
1: Yeah. So what do you, what do you mean? Like, what what are you looking at? Are you going to have to start trucking it in from other places?
0: Uh, It's really every, it's a unique decision or, you know, solution for every operation. Everyone can find it from different places, but we're, we're hearing all kinds of different uh, solutions. Guys are figuring out So.
1: Um, Farm Credit Canada says we're producing six percent be- less beef this year than last. A lot of people sold off, right? We've we've heard those stories. A lot of people have got out of the game altogether or reduced the size of their herds. I mean, you must be seeing a lot of
0: that, right? Yeah, we're seeing it across the board, uh, and, and it's a mixed bag. People are downsizing their herds and have been for the last couple of years, just to mitigate the the drought. But also, we're seeing an aging. Uh, producer age throughout our industry. The average age right now is 56 years old. So, uh, like it or not, our industry is changing, and it is going to look different in the years to come. So,
1: Well, the feds and the province got together on a $165 million drought livestock relief program they announced last week. That's got to help somewhat, right, Brody? That's some good news.
0: Oh, well, we're extremely happy that that announcement finally came. Uh, We wish it was a couple months earlier, but uh, we are very appreciative of the hard work that our provincial government, as well as AFSC, has done for us and really gone to fight for our industry.
1: Um, But that's a band-aid, though, right? I mean, long term, like you say, things have changed. The industry has changed. Um, What needs to happen long term so we're not just putting these kind of band-aids on it?
0: Yeah, so we've we've triggered an ag recovery twice in the last three years. It's supposed to be a one-in-fifteen-year program. Uh, so our biggest message, and it's been a message for a couple of years now, is that we need a timely program that's consistent and reliable. Um, as producers, we're making decisions uh, months in advance, and if we don't know the money's there or security is there, it is really hard to mitigate these risks as they can com- continue to be severe. And so we're, we're doing everything we can right now and having the conversations to try to make a program that's accountable, timely, and bankable for the industry to really have a a backstop to really move forward. Because at the same time, we're seeing uh, historically high prices. There's all kinds of optimism in the industry. Now we just need to create some security and a backstop to allow the next generation of producers to really get invested, jump in with both feet, and have an industry and government that really supports them saying that we need food. Food production is critical. And the one way to do that is to create security. Is that
1: happening? Are those conversations taking place? Are you optimistic that we can get some improvement on that front, Brody?
0: Yeah, I'm extremely optimistic. We have a very good working relationship with both the government of Alberta and AFSC. So again, I'd like to thank the teams there for the continued conversation that have been happening for months, and I'm I'm sure they'll continue to happen for a long time into the future. So I'm very optimistic that we will get there, but. Again, it's important to hear from producers from across the province as far as what's happening on the ground in their locations to ensure that we're having the right conversations and all the information on the table as we continue to develop these programs and have these conversations.
1: Brody, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate you being here today.